Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the perfect in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. 
all of the evidence. It's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsOfEvidence.com. Breaking news, what it means, and why it matters. Kevin McCullough Radio is straight ahead. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough. All right, we've got a big show for you today. General Jack Keane is going to be with us. Uh, There is much confusion about whether or not the Ukraine should get American made F-16s. In fact, uh, President Putin in Russia is warning uh, the U.S. not to let Ukraine have them. Should they or should they not? General Jack Keene will be here to discuss. And a little bit later on, KT McFarlane. Uh, glad you're with us. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. He is playing the role. As, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you here. It's a busy Tuesday. We've got a lot to get to. We're going to talk a lot about national security today, and for good reason. Uh, yesterday, as I reported to you, uh, as I had written in my column on Sunday, uh, the, the news began to get out a little bit. Uh, in fact, I'm doing a, more media on this today. There's a couple of TV networks that are interested in me uh, commenting further. But the FBI director, Christopher Ray is now going to be forced to appear before a House Judiciary Committee in mid-July for the first time since a series of very embarrassing revelations have emerged about the Bureau. Uh, and uh, sources within the Bureau are saying that while Ray and committee members are still finalizing a date, the hearing is expected to come just weeks after the Durham uh, findings uh, on the unethical conduct in the Russia collusion investigation, House Republicans unveiling evidence that the FBI retaliated against whistleblowers and a court document exposed the Bureau's use of surveillance tools. So he's got a lot of questions to answer when he gets up there. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more with Katie McFarland when she's with us a little bit later in the broadcast today. But I want to get to something. Uh, and, and sadly, this story is becoming far too common. This story is playing itself out over and over again in schools across the country, and it is really disheartening, particularly for the families that are involved. Uh, The Daily Mail yesterday reporting that a transgender athlete uh, competed in uh, a a track and field event. Uh, I may have been cross-country, I'm not sure. But uh, this this running event uh, that was supposed to be uh, for the girls division of the schools that were involved. And um, Athena Ryan, who transitioned supposedly from male to female, had been running in the bo- on the boys' team for Sonoma Academy until 2021. That's when Athena became supposedly female, still has biologically male parts, still looks pretty much like a man. I saw pictures of him yesterday. I mean, he, he looks like a guy, um, but he switched to the girls team and he ran away with the uh, 1600 meter finals. Actually, there was one girl that beat him, 
but it was it was just barely. So he took second, and that knocked the girl that would have been third into fourth, and she doesn't get to go on uh, towards the state championship. And this is this is this is the thing that's continuing to happen over and over and over again. And I keep asking the question: When will women's groups? When will uh, girls um, advocates? When will the people that say they are looking out for the best interest of of females actually step up and do something about this? Th- this has broader implications than just you know who who gets the medals in the race. Uh, if you're good enough in these types of meets, eventually it means scholarships. And when when this debate started about three years ago, three or four years ago, there, in in kind of the earnestness that is in now, this this has always been a debate. But only when the Biden administration came to power and they really started pushing that all the schools had to uh, issue affirming care and allow people allow boys to do this. And and you notice it never goes the other direction. You never have a girl that is dying to participate in the boys' division of sports. You only have boys wanting to participate in the girls' division. It, it will never go the other way. And someone honestly needs to ask that question uh, from the science uh, viewpoint. Hey, excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. Scientist. Why is it, if this is supposed to be all interchangeable and substitutionary and, and there's n- no difference whatsoever, why is it that no girls ever want to transition and run in boys' sports or swim in boys' on, on boy swim teams or play, uh, you know, wrestle uh, boys in a boys' division? It's always the boys coming over to the girls' division. Why is that? Is there a reason? Uh, are, are girls inherently uh, kind of on the average a little bit different in bone density and muscle mass? Is there a reason why boys seem to be faster every time they do come to the girls' division? Leah Thomas you shattered all of the college swim records for the women. Is there a reason that happens? Does anybody ever ask that question? Because if you do ask that question, that you have to ask a second question. And the question is not just why did they come over? It's why does it always end up the way that it does? And you'd have to make the argument that in 99.999999% of the times, you're, you're going to have an advantage. That's why you're doing it. Leah Thomas literally shattered the, the female swim records for the NC2A. Because he was essentially like, you know, Michael Phelps swimming against it. It was, it was impossible to beat. The fact that Riley Gaines tied him in one race at the very end of the season was, was miraculous. And she would have been a new world record holder for her age group in that race. And then when they tied and they, they were, they, they were down to the same millisecond of, of timing together. They gave him the trophy and gave him the pictures and let him do all of the statements afterwards. They essentially awarded the win to him when she had the tougher task and actually uh, drew even with him. If there was a victory to be had in that between the two of them, it was hers because he should have never been that far, that, that close to another uh, female. And what does he do after he shatters all the records, shatters all the records last year? What does he say at the end of the season? Well, next year I'm going to go back to the men's division. Doesn't that prove, doesn't that, doesn't that have some degree of insistence that the science says there is a difference between the two? How many young girls are going to lose scholarships? How many young girls are going to get hurt because they're competing against stronger, bigger, more agile, much more muscle mass kind of, uh, kind of guys? When, when does when does someone step up and say, hey, we're not going to let that happen to you because we care about your well-being? Someone needs to do that. 
the independent women's forum is doing what they can. If you haven't watched the uh, series called identity crisis that Kelsey Bowler has been putting together over there, you need to see it. It's 11 episodes of true stories of girls that have been schnookered by this whole thing. And for some reason, when, when on all levels of the trans story, when girls transition to try to become boys, they lose their female distinction and they're still smaller and weaker than boys. And when boys transition, they take spots away from girls. There is no win for the female in the trans story. You give up your inherent distinction and strengths if you're a female that decides to transition. And, and you might change somewhere. You might say, well, wait, I think I, I do want to have kids now. And, and, for the, and for the girls that are not transitioning, when boys transition, they lose too. Everybody loses in the trans. I mean, every girl loses in the, in the trans story. No one's coming out on top. And this, this, is, this is part of the absurdity of the days in which we live. And somebody has to step up and say, no. There is legislation that's being put forward. And I hope that the House passes it and can put the pressure on the Senate. Because this is not a left-right, Democrat-Republican split issue. That There are liberal parents that want their girls to be safe. There are left of center parents that believe that boys and girls are different and they shouldn't, that boys should not be competing against girls. It's not a foreign concept to parents of daughters. This is, this is, a, this is a winning issue across the board. So we need to get that legislation up there and we need to get the Senate to pass it and then we need to put the pressure on the president to sign it because girls are in danger every day that we let this uh, nonsense continue. All right, Kevin McCullough, we're going to talk with uh, General Jack Keene when we return. It is Kevin McCullough Radio. Don't go anywhere. Experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. 
they were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It's a big Tuesday. We've got a lot to get to. And uh, something that has been bubbling up over the last few days, and I'm a little more sensitive to it because my uh, my Navy fighter pilot brother-in-law was in visiting over the weekend, and we were talking about a lot of kind of global military issues right now. But uh, it appears that, that one of the next strategies in the Ukrainian-Russian conflict is for Ukraine to try to use... Uh, F-16s, uh, American F-16s, F-16s from other countries if they can get them. And this is not being received well by Putin or the Russians. In fact, there's a stern warning going out from uh, Putin saying, you know, the U.S. better not let this happen. Uh, here to discuss this and uh, related issues to it is General Jack Keane, a retired four-star general, the chairman of the Institute for the Study of War, and of course, a Fox News senior strategic analyst. General, always good to talk to you. Um, I know that the, the, the there was some buzz, I think, at least around the G7 that, that Zelensky was looking for more help from hardware from the West. Uh, where does all of this stand, and should it be something that, the, that we're paying attention to if Putin doesn't like? Well, uh, yes, Zelensky certainly, uh, the reason why his offensive uh, much talked about is delayed for two reasons. One, the, uh, the spring thaw that comes... Uh, you know, after the winter came late and the ground is still wet and not uh, conducive to maneuver, it turns into, you know, deep mud. And the second thing is the arrival of the equipment, the tanks, the armored fighter vehicles and other things that the West, you know, promised to get to him. And they are coming in, but uh, coming in slower than what he expected. And he's putting together somewhere between nine and 12 additional brigades uh each having three mechanized infantry and one uh, tank battalion brigade, uh, a, a tank battalion in those uh, in that brigade. In other words, four four battalions in it, 
they've uh, trained about the West, the United States, the UK, and other countries have trained about 40,000 uh, Ukrainians also, and the last bit of them are just finishing up. The United States did about 10,000 of it. So our audience understands that all equipment, the tanks and the, and the fighting vehicles, the majority are being provided by the Europeans, as are most of the, the training also, literally two-thirds of the training being provided by uh, uh, 75% of the training, excuse me, being provided by uh, Europeans. Uh, so that's slowing down the counteroffensive, and certainly we think it was a good decision uh, that the, the president released. So our audience understands we have license and export control over F-16s that are bought from the United States, no matter where they are in the world, in the sense that that country that has America's F-16s cannot use those for the benefit of another country, whether it's training uh, pilots or, or providing uh, their airplanes to them without U.S. approval. So what President Biden did is he gave approval to those other countries in Europe principally the Netherlands, uh, Denmark, and Belgium, to go ahead and begin to train uh, Ukrainian pilots. And I think we'll probably send some trainers uh, to, to assist in that as well. But this is a, a year plus after the Ukrainians had asked, you know, to receive advanced uh, fighters. And why do they want these fighters? They, they want them because they need them to thicken their air defense. The F-16 can see significantly further than the aircraft that the Ukrainians have, which are old Soviet uh, equipment, literally hundreds of miles. So they can see the missiles coming, they can see the, the Russians uh, fighters coming, and they have a much longer opportunity to interdict them, either with the F-16s or other systems because of the radar that's on that. And secondly, uh, they're obviously gonna use them in an air ground role uh, to support the maneuver of, of their ground forces who have been, you know, remarkably uh, successful against the Russian ground forces, but nonetheless, this would enhance them significantly. Yeah. My my fighter pilot brother-in-law, who is uh, active duty right now, he's an XO, uh, he'll be a commanding officer on his next tour, um, and he's flown quite a few hours in the, uh, in the F-18, really doubts that the training for the Ukrainians with the F-16 will, will be the kind of quality that that would be kind of fully up to what the the F-16 could provide for them. Is there concern that we're giving them toys that are too big for them to handle? I don't know the answer to that question because I don't know what the training is, but I do know that every piece of equipment that we have given to the Ukrainians that has a technology bias to it, they have excelled in it. Okay. Not only that, they have been extraordinarily innovative in how they use the equipment actually beyond uh, how we utilize the equipment and if i have based on on the path i i don't uh, all that concerned about it these are experienced fighter pilots uh you know who have been in air-to-air -air, uh, combat uh and 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 it's obviously air ground missions as well we're going to be receiving uh, that training. And, and I would suspect, um, you know, Kevin, they've handpicked these guys. You yeah. know, so they've got the best of the best going forward. I, I'm not, you know, certainly there are some challenges to a fourth generation aircraft. 
and whether they can maximize it or not. But based on the past, uh, I think they'll their track record is pretty good is what you're saying. Yeah, it it really is. Okay. Uh, Let me ask you the, you mentioned the spring thaw. What what does that do to the ground game now? Are we going to see an increasing, um, uh, an increase in the hostilities? Is Russia planning an offensive? What's, what do you anticipate next? Well, Russia started their last offensive in early February and by mid-March it had failed. And they were trying to take the Donbass region again. Uh, they tried to do it as an entirety in 2014 and stopped. And then they came back after their failure to take Kiev and topple the government uh, back in February, March. They focused their efforts, which is probably something they should have done from the beginning, uh, on the Donbass region itself, uh, which is in the uh, southeastern part of Ukraine. And they began that operation in the spring and by the fall it had failed and culminated and then they attempted to do it again as i mentioned in february and that also culminated what's happening around bakhmut uh what they wanted to do is take bakhmut that doesn't have any military significance but they they were going to use it as a major propaganda tool with their own domestic audience and they started it 10 months ago kevin Mm. And they thought it would be easy. 70,000 people, the Ukrainians are not going to defend significantly here because it doesn't have any strategic value. It's not a provincial capital like Hershon is. It's not an industrial base on the coastline. Um, so they thought it would be simple, but it turned out not to be simple. And we're going to use it then to jump off into the, to the Donetsk part of Donetsk region, part of the Donbass, and use it as the beginning of an operation. And they can't do it. They they have culminated that bike move, even if they eliminated the remaining uh, Ukrainians uh, that have a slight hold on some portion of the city, that they have culminated once again. So what is happening now, the Russians do not have the capability to launch an offensive operation. That's okay. just a well, fact. Local attacks, but we're waiting for the Ukrainians for those two reasons, for the ground to to get solid and for the equipment uh, to get in the hands of the Ukrainians. Gotcha. Uh, General Jakeem, we always appreciate your insights. Thank you for sharing them with us today. Yeah, delighted to do so. You got it. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. ...of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees all of the evidence it's sitting out there for everyone to see inspiring and faith affirming journey to mount sinai 2 in theaters only may 15th and 17th get tickets today at patternsofevidence.com did you know color is vital to your health i'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes i'm talking about the color of the food you eat a colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color the antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit chlorophyll is excellent for balancing ph and cleansing the body it's the green in kale spinach and broccoli resveratrol decreases inflammation and it's the 
the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. If I told you that there was a travel advisory that had gone out by a major civil rights organization and uh, had you guess where it was, you'd probably say like, well, Mexico or the Caribbean where there's a lot of crime and a bunch of the countries or maybe even South America. But if I told you that the NAACP is issuing a travel advisory against people going to Florida, uh, I think you'd probably roll your eyes and cluck your tongue and say, that's that's really silly. But it happened. Byron York is here from the Washington Examiner to discuss just this. Uh, Byron, it gets even sillier because I, I see that the NAACP vice chair lives in Florida. Uh, what's going on? He does. Well, well, I think there could be a connection. I'm just speculating here. But what are the odds of the NAACP releasing this travel advisory warning black Americans not to travel to Florida right at the same time that Ron DeSantis announces and formalizes his run for the presidency? They might be connected uh, because the travel advisory does mention 
DeSantis quite a bit. It says that uh, Florida is openly hostile toward African-Americans. Now, the thing that's really fascinating about this, in addition to the fact that, as you said, the chairman of the board of the NAACP lives in Florida. Uh, but the interesting thing is, even as the NAACP is warning black Americans not to travel to Florida, thousands of black Americans are moving to Florida every year. <laughs> I mean, you know that thousands of people all over the country are moving to right. Florida, yep. and they're all types of people, including a lot of black Americans. As a matter of fact, Brookings Institution, a liberal think tank, did a story uh, about uh, black migration uh, around the country and found that Florida was the third most popular destination in the country for black people to move to. The first two were Texas and then Georgia. So Texas, Georgia, and Florida. In all, in, la in, from, in the five years from 2015 to 2020, more than 36,000 black Americans moved to Florida. So that's, you know, that really is voting with your feet. Uh, and they're, they're moving to Florida for the reasons, taxes or the economy or the weather or whatever, whatever reasons people move to Florida, black Americans are doing it. What doesn't this kind of solidify the concept that monolithic voting blocks are the way of the past and that the power of groups like the NAACP are, are not just kind of impotent, but kind of silly on their face. I mean, it, it seems to me there is a splintering in the younger generations of, of black Americans. You, you've got many more finding the conservative path than ever have in, in history. You've got some going the ultra progressive path. There's not a lot that are still in that kind of classic, you know, old double N, uh, NAACP kind of model. Um, I, probably plenty to still have this discussion, but it, see, it just seems odd. Why would why would black Americans not want to pay lower taxes? And maybe why would evangelical black yeah. Americans not want to put their kids in public schools where they weren't being indoctrinated right. to be racist against people that didn't exercise any racism against them? Yeah, I think what you're seeing is this split between the old um, old guard uh, interest groups and the leadership of those groups and actual people. Right. Because actually, at the same time, talking about coincidences, Lulac, um, the um, the uh, longtime Hispanic interest group, yeah, also released a travel advisory for Hispanic Americans about Florida. Amazingly enough, to coincide with the rollout of Ron DeSantis's campaign, and it condemned Ron DeSantis a lot. Didn't he? Course, didn't he carry the Hispanic vote in the gubernatorial yes, and, th and thousands of thousands of Hispanic Americans are are, are moving to Florida. Uh, not uh, there, you know, the huge migration from from uh, Puerto Rico, American citizens moving uh, to Florida, and it's also a destination, just it is as it is for Black Americans, white and white Americans, and everybody else, uh, a destination for Hispanic Americans to move. They're not just visiting; they're actually living there. Well, and this is where I think that these groups are going to kind of shoot themselves in the foot because what what's going to what's going to happen is they're going to issue these warnings. Not much is going to come of it. Um, I don't know that Ron DeSantis is going to be the nominee, but it's certainly not going to do anything uh, to his chances of becoming that nominee when he carried uh, at least a, a record number of of black voters in this last race and and carried the majority the the plurality of uh, Hispanic voters. I mean, this is this is a new day, and these groups just don't seem to get it. 
Yeah, I, th I think that's that's clearly the issue here. And and but the, the media is is not quite there yet. So when the NAACP issues this travel advisory, which sounds you know just sounds kind of dramatic. I mean, it's, just, <laughs> it's too dangerous even to get your in your car and drive to Florida. Uh, when they issue this travel advisory. It gets a lot of coverage in the yeah. media. Everybody did stories about it. Uh, Byron York writes for the Washington Examiner. You got to read him. Byron, always appreciate your insights. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. champion of the world. On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. Uh, we have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, 
utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. Across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough. Well, yesterday I led the show off with what I talked about in my column at townhall.com on Sunday, which was the fact that uh, due to a FISA ruling recently, the FBI had it exposed to the American people that they conducted 278,000 physical searches without warrants in the calendar year 2021, the fiscal year 2021. Uh, in that same 12-month time period, they conducted 3.4 million data searches against U.S. citizens that are also required normally to have warrants, this time without warrants. So the FBI, every two minutes for the entire fiscal year of 2021, every two minutes, every 24-hour period, every day of the week, Every week of the month, every month of that entire year, every two minutes, they were conducting about 13 and a half illegal searches against American citizens in that 12-month period. I don't think I've ever heard of anything, anything anywhere close to it. Uh, we we uh, have had on this show uh, Katie McFarland, who detailed some of the harassment that the uh, that the FBI at the time uh, tried to execute against uh, her in the uh, Russia collusion years. Uh, but what does all of this mean and look like? KT McFarland rejoins us. KT, I, I reference you in the column favorably, of course, but that's just a jaw-dropping number when it comes to government abuse. That Those, those numbers don't include any one of the warranted searches that the FBI carried out. These were just the ones that were done, according to the FISA ruling, illegally. Your reaction. Yeah, I mean, but the FBI is out of control, and they're and they're out of control because they can get away with it because a Democrat attorney general is not going to charge the FBI with anything, especially if the FBI is coming after political conservatives or conservative voice or anybody who doesn't toe the party line, whether it's the party line on abortion or the party line on COVID or the party line on I don't know economics taxes. They, we have, they have weaponized the FBI, and frankly, they've weaponized the CIA. So when I take a step back and look at, you know, it's not just about me, but what's really happening here? Well, in 2016, the FBI really, um, well, they interfered with the American election, right? They interfered with the American election about the whole Russiagate thing. They didn't prosecute Hillary Clinton for crimes that she pretty clearly committed. And when they didn't get their guy elected, their gal, when Hillary Clinton did not win in 2016, they, the, the permanent political establishment within the FBI did a fast one, and they, they really went after President Trump to try to destroy his administration. So we have the FBI in 2016. Nobody's been held accountable. We now have the Durham report last week, which really um, shows how they went about doing it. So FBI, out of control, never held responsible. And as your column points out, 
it's a whole lot worse than we thought. It's not just election interference. They're just spying on Americans, period. Well, and in the year, in the calendar year, specifically 2021, KT, that's significant because it follows the 2020 election when uh, obviously Trump was now out of office. Like he, he, I remember him campaigning in 2020. Uh, they're coming for me because I'm standing for you. And as soon as he was out of the way, bam, here come the, here come the illegal searches on just the plain old citizens. It's not just the FBI, but in the 2020 election, the CIA got in on it. So we had a Hunter Biden laptop right before the election. Um, the 51 dirty intel agents, former senior officials, former directors of national intelligence, former heads of the CIA, they came out and swore that, well, that Hunter Biden laptop, that's not real. That's just Russian disinformation. And they knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. They knew it was real. But they decided they were going to put their thumb on the election. They were going to have a... Um, an influence peddling operation in the American election 2020. And so, as you point out, in 2021, there are no handcuffs on these guys. They got away with it in, 20, in 2016. They got away with it in 2020. And now they're coming after everybody. The problem is, as you look ahead to 2024, well, if you're one of the people, senior leadership of the FBI and the intelligence community and the Justice Department, what are you thinking? Well, Nobody got me the first couple of times we did it. Let's just keep going. Let's just, you know, investigate more and more Americans. The problem is between the Durham report and now all the congressional committees that are really detailing cold, hard evidence, bank accounts, et cetera, where they've got the goods on these guys. So I think what will happen in 2024 is that same cabal of people they are going to absolutely have to interfere with the 2024 election because they know that if a Republican comes in and a Republican attorney general, unlike the Democrats, unlike Merrick Garland and the Democrat attorney general, the Republican is going to hold these guys to account. And we already have all the information. All the research has already been done, the data compiled. So I think that, yeah, they're going to interfere with 2024. And they're maybe in 2016 and 20, they did it because they hated Donald Trump. But in 2024, whether Trump is a Republican nominee or not, they've got to do it because they now have to cover up and protect themselves. I, I don't I don't disagree with any of that. And KT, it saddens me on a very deep level because this sounds like the kind of stuff of Hitler's SS or the Kremlin's KGB. I mean, this is not the type of activity that we've ever associated with American law enforcement. Kevin, the biggest threat to America is from within. If we get our act together as a country and we take control of the permanent Washington government establishment, if we can deal with that, then we can we can solve any of our global problems that we have. The problem is that the real enemy is the rest of the country, as you point out. If you're getting that many million of people who are getting investigated, that's not just political people. That's housewives. That's housewives who are objecting to um, you know the vaccines. Yeah. Schools closed, uh, CRT being taught in the schools, uh, all the other stuff. And you remember for a short time, Merrick Garland did try to say that uh, parents going to school board meetings were were domestic threats, domestic terrorist threats. And now we have whistleblowers that have come forward and said that the FBI is investigating people who um, Christians. Even if you go to a Catholic yeah. church and you're pro-life, then clearly you must be on the FBI's wanted list. And when Joe Biden himself goes to a 
historically back college where he goes to Howard University last week and gave the commencement and said the biggest challenge, the biggest threat to America right now comes from white supremacists. Really? Come on. Got a, got a clean house. All right, KT, always appreciate your insights. Thank you as always. Thank you. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free or my six-piece towel sets. 
buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's mypillow.com promo code KMC. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. And from the um, from the category of they are weaponizing <laughs> the the tools at their disposal against you. And this is this is turning into an increasingly real thing in multiple places. Uh, in the uh, city of Cincinnati, the, the, the public schools there uh, have been advised to consider child reporting or reporting child abuse to protective child services for this reason. If the teacher finds out that the parents are not supportive of the student's gender identity, A student's transgender status is confidential and such information should not be shared with parents, they say, if disclosing the information to parents could put the student at risk of of harm at home. That's according to a 2021 memo by the Cincinnati Board of Education Policy. Eric Sanzi, the PDE Director of Outreach, added that the policies are a betrayal of trust, treating a parent who protects their child from gender ideology as dangerous and deserving of a child of a call to child pro, uh, protective services is a terrifying abuse of power. Uh, we agree with that. But this is now in a different state because Washington State did it first. They, they said that uh, you should not release to parents the information about the child's gender identity if the child is, in fact, uh, in a home where the parents are not, quote-unquote, supportive of the identity. This is, this is what they are actually saying should be done. Don't tell the parents, and if the parents continue to be unsupportive, call Child Protective Services. Friends, we live in a literal world where good is bad, bad is good, up is down, in is out. It's all, it's all backwards. These are not the school district's children. They have no say over these kids. And parents need to wake up. We, we need to be mindful of the fact that there are people now in power in many school districts across the country that do not have the true interest of what is good for your child in in the heart of what they are trying to do policy-wise. And we need to do something about it. If that means that more parents need to run for school boards, then, then we need to do that. But your first and foremost obligation 
is to be a good steward of the life of that child because you'll be accountable to God for it. And so what he says really matters much more than even what you think. It is God's intention to see that child grow to maturity, find their purpose, and to flourish in that purpose. And if the school district has their way, they won't let them get anywhere near that. That's the sad part. I'm Kevin McCullough. Glad to be here to help you think through these things from a perspective of clarity. Pray for our country. We need it. See you next time.